Tracks, he and I have been trying to pronounce his name, you guys, because you know I have a southern accent, but you pronounce your name correctly so everybody can say it right. <laughs> it's Thrax. And how did you even get that name? Because it's very unique. I've heard it before. Is it like it's some type of character goes by the name? Yeah. It's the it's the the bad guy in Osmosis Jones. Okay, okay. I like that. How did you even get that name? Is that one of your favorite characters? <laughs> Yeah, um, actually, it was Serene at first, but a lot of people said that it sounded feminine. So mm -hmm. I was trying to think of a name that sounded like, I guess, more masculine, but like me still. So mm. I was thinking, and then at two in the morning, the movie came on. I was like, yes, we got to go with that. Yes, that was a calling for it. And you are <laughs> 21 years old, correct? Yes. So when did you actually get your, like, breaking music like you woke up and was like okay music is my passion this is what I'm going to be doing well I always like dibbled and dabbled in it mm -hmm. and but then I didn't want to go to college but my parents were like you got to go to college so it was kind of that you know if I don't go to college what am I going to do so when I dropped out that's when I went 100% into music mm, what was you going to college for I was going for business I know right it seems like all business students always leave <laughs> 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 that's crazy it's like, I always talk to people that go to school for business it seemed like because I went to school for advertising design. I got there I said what am I doing here like no but it, sometimes going there kind of helps you push you in the direction that you should be going so going there you realize music was your passion and I listen to a lot of your singles and you definitely have a unique sound but I like the approach that you take also it's like you don't want to do what the stereotypical hip-hop artists do when they're talking about drugs, um, gang-banging, you know, mistreating women. But you did start off doing that originally, correct? Yeah, I started for, like, my first EP. I mm -hmm. did a little bit of that, but I just realized that wasn't me, and I'm not trying to put on a false persona. So why not talk about stuff that we actually go through that people actually care about and stuff that actually affects our life? Because, I mean... I've never been on a yacht in Miami with 50 chicks chasing me, calling my name. So why, yeah. make fun? Like, why not just be us and be ourselves? Right. Because it's always somebody that's going to, you know, want to relate to your music. So you are originally from New York? Yes, but upstate okay. New York. So not the fun part, not the city. <laughs> so I know in your music you get real real about your music you dig deep into like depression and love and stuff like that so did your environment kind of shape your lyrics yeah I'd say the environment is what makes the lyrics like I went through a little bit but just being able to help someone that probably goes to the stuff that I go through that doesn't have the same support that I had or didn't have. I think that's the reason why I try pushing the music the, the way it is to, mm -hmm. to really just try to help someone. 
agree. Do you have any like artists that kind of inspired your sound, your go-to artists? Oh, my go-to has to be Lauren Hill. Oh, yes. I wasn't expecting that. That's dope. <laughs> Yes, I wasn't expecting that. And I know with your latest project, Social Disconnect Project, I mean, great, great, great body of work. I was very, very impressed. Um, you know, I'm really into like Juice World and um, Uzi because they're like real into their feelings. And that's why I kind of really enjoyed that project. So before I play a single off of there, like tell us about the whole title of the album, Social Disconnect. So Social Disconnect, that was... That whole project is about the, the darkest stuff we go through and mainly about depression and social disconnect is how a lot of people might be going out, going to have fun, going to do this or that, posting mm -hmm. all their highs on social media, on Instagram, like you see the best of everybody, but social disconnect is just not feeling like you're a part or attached to that society because even though we all put our stuff on Instagram, there's still that side of us that we don't show the real us the low lights exactly. and that's that's what the project was really trying to talk about mm, i like the way you explained it so i'm gonna play um i have so many favorites oh i'm gonna tr play trust nobody i've listened to that a few times that was trust nobody are you an introvert i i think i am some people think i'm an extrovert but <laughs> probably yeah because you know i was listening to your music and even the titles like to the songs oh um, it definitely um give off introvert but you know you're probably an extrovert when you're around people that you're comfortable with and like make you feel like safe and that's why I feel like this body of work is definitely relatable to a, a lot of people. And I don't know about other people. I feel like introverts, I feel like they make the best music because they're more open with their with their feelings. They kind of get it out through music or writing and stuff like that. So which single off that body of work is your favorite and why? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Because they uh, all are good. Like, this is like, <laughs> honestly, like, because I listen to a lot of music, it really sounds like a first, I can see this on Billboard, like, going far. It was a great, great body of work. It really flowed, flowed well together. Thank you. Thank you. I'd I have to go trust nobody or faces. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I have a few highlighted um that I truly liked at um Sunday school. Um, did you go to Sunday school growing up? <laughs> I went for a little bit, but I was always getting in trouble, so my parents just stopped taking me. Oh, <laughs> you was getting in trouble because you didn't want to go. I think all of us went to Sunday school. That was torture. Like, oh, <laughs> I don't think none of us actually wanted to go. And I know this single depression. Um, that's number thirteen on. 
the album. Tell us about Depression. Like, what was the whole inspiration behind that single? So Depression is just, like, the the whole album really is just that roller coaster of when you're having a good vibe all the way to mm-hmm. just being depressed. So that was just depressed. You're thinking of wow. suicidal thoughts and just everything just crashing in your anxieties going through the roof just mm-hmm. everything is just going crazy so that was the inspiration for that song and just letting all the feelings be out there yes i like that a man being vulnerable and how would you even describe your sound because i can't label you i can't put you in a box but how would you describe your music oh. I mean, <laughs> you can't be labeled i i don't know i I, I don't think I fit in a box, but a lot of people try to put me in the, the emo rap underground sort of vibe. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't think so either. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that's... Um, who said that? Just yeah, a, a, a couple, yeah, a couple critics said that, but you, you know how they are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's always it's always a cheap move when you try to label somebody. It's easy to label somebody and say, oh, they sound like such and such and they're like this person. Do you have any dream person that you would want to collaborate with? I'm big on manifestation, so we're going to put Ooh. it out in the universe. Find someone like Ed Sheeran. Oh, that'll be old. <laughs> that'll be dope. Wow, what would make you um, choose Ed Sheeran? Oh, I think he's he's a really great singer and songwriter. So I think just seeing him work and going in his genre of music will really, really push my push my efforts and it'll really push me outside of my comfort zone and out of the box. So I think that would just be a huge collab. Yeah, I think that's dope too. We're gonna put it out there in the universe that you're gonna work with Ed Sharon. You know, I'm gonna look on Instagram one day and see that you got a phone with Ed Sharon. <laughs> he seems like he seems like a really nice guy who's open to collaboration if the song is right. So it's definitely possible. Let me do my TikTok like Nana. Shout out to my woe, my mama. Skipping in my flip flop, no drama. I'm just trying to find Nirvana. Watch me do my TikTok like Nana. Shout out to my world, my mama. Skipping in my flip flop, no drama. I'm just trying to find Nirvana. I'm just trying to find no testing me. Took me out the game, no referee. Upload all my Vinci lames to Lee. I be in my world with my Supreme. Can't nobody catch up. I be having fun now. Wake up when the sun up. Sleeping when the sun down. Heard they wanna pull up. Heard they wanna talk now. I be in the field, steady. So- so let's see. So I know that you have pretty much music that kind of touches to the youth. So what message do you want people that listen to your music? What's the message that you want them to take away? Dang, if I had to choose one, it would just be to tell everyone to be themselves, be comfortable mm-hmm. with who they are. There's 7 billion people in this world, but there's only one you. So why not just be the best you you could be? I agree. Because you can't, um, when you be yourself, the people will definitely uh, gravitate to you better. So how has your family and friends been kind of just supporting your music? Because you are 21. You know, people always have this bad stereotype about the music career. Have they been supportive? At first, they they weren't as supportive. They were like, you know, stick in school, stick with the stuff that's been working and mm-hmm. and do that. But as time's grown on, they've been, they've been more accepting of it and they, they've been supporting me a lot more, so I just can't thank them enough for that. But I still have that chip on my shoulder from when they didn't. 
Right. <laughs> right. When you get your awards and your Grammy awards, just make sure you just shout them out and be like, see, see, look, look how I worked out for me. <laughs> so I'm gonna play another single off of Social Disconnect. Um, I'm gonna play uh Pretty as a Peach. That's another favorite of mine. <laughs> my mom was big on respecting women growing up like you know don't go out there treating them like this treating them like that they're humans at the end of the day and just going against society's stigma against women has really really opened me up about that just that's that's what that song was for that there's so many people out there that it's unfortunate that they're in a bad relationship or someone's just constantly putting them down making them feel like nothing and that song was just to sort of like hey like you know you deserve the world you can have the world like don't don't settle for a toxic negative relationship you just go be you and work on yourself be strong like go get it girl mm-hmm. i love that song pretty as a peach like i think it's a great um women's empowerment hearing a man say you know you're beautiful you know know your worth you deserve better so hopefully you know women who listen to that who are intoxicated like, even a few guys even you know Take something away from that too. You know, we all should definitely know our work. So, what is your creative process um, when you're making music? Do you actually just go into the studio, need to just vibe, listen to the instrumentals, or do you just kind of write all your music down and just take it to the studio and figure it out? So, I'm I'm huge on poetry. So each night, I'll write like three or four pages of poetry, wow. and then when I get the beats, I'll sit, I'll listen through them, and then I'll read my poetry while I'm listening to it, and I'll say, oh, well, like. That's a really good one. I got to go with that. So then the concept of the song is already in the poetry. And then it's just extending that and letting the message be that song. Oh, I've never heard anybody explain it. So pretty much it's like you're like storytelling, honestly. Yeah, I tried to. Wow. I think that's a, a great, great approach. Do you have an actual team that's like helping you push your music? Because you had a great year last year. I mean, you had a over a million streams. You was actually on the Spotify Top 50 Hong Kong playlist. Like, you had a great, great year. Like, so how has it been with your team and stuff like that? Like, you have a great team surrounding you? Yeah, it's it's been a blessing. We actually have AJ Pillette. He's my engineer. He's a beast. And I actually got my, my brother to start helping me manage me. So doing that, it's just been a blessing. Yes, that's dope. Having family. For the weekend, let me get your number and you know I won't leak it. No time for the reaching, but that how you shake it, baby girl. I wanna freak it. Just need to know 
If you're alone, trust the years they grow. I know they grow. Walk out, they love the way that I ball out. Dark skin, nice mom, she might be the one. I'm a tell now. Nice night, who's out? Wow, so. I know you have your next project, Silicon Creek, is on the way April 23rd. Since I know that that's coming out that week, I'll make sure to promote you that week so it all flows together, you know? So tell us about that project, the name, and what can we expect? So Silicon Creek is, is a really, really different project, and I think everyone's going to love it. The, the thought process for that album is really just Silicon Creek is the place that I go like when I'm at peace, when I'm chilling at two in the morning and I'm in my Zen is Silicon Creek. Nothing bothers me. But then the rest of the album is those two or three months of roller coaster of emotions. You have heartbreaks, you have love, you have the nights when you're on top of the world. You have the two in the morning where you're thinking about an ex you had. Then you have the two in the mornings where you just don't care. You're living recklessly driving on the highway speed and whatever, whatever. And then at the end, you get brought back to square one to Silicon Creek and you're at your Zen again. So we try making this one like a roller coaster of events. Wow. <laughs> like, I really, like, you really have a great niche at making your albums flow. I don't know if you ever heard albums like this where, like, the first song is like nothing like the title. Like, you don't know what you're getting into. Like, boy, <laughs> you're like, I don't know where they're taking me, but you actually have a flow with your previous project and it seems like it's going to be the same technique so before we close the interview out like what's some advice that someone has gave you that you're going to always keep with you that maybe someone else can use i think the the two biggest ones are don't don't try flexing for somebody don't try d being this almighty person and acting like you're someone you're not and just be yourself like mm. it circles back to the to point two of be yourself but that's really what I just want people to, to do because at the end of the day, you're going to fall through. You're going to crack. There's going to be a kink in your armor if you act like you're someone you're not. But if you're you, then you could just be the you could just be you. And then the energy that comes your way, you know, is genuine. And you know, those people care about you and love you for you. And you don't have to start weeding people out of your circle. You'll just naturally make a good circle. That's a great advice. I think that's great advice that we all can take and use going forward in our careers and just general life. So I want to say thank you so much. I'm looking forward to the new album. Like, I really love your style of music. Um, it's definitely my style of music. So I'm looking forward to Silicone Creek. So how was the interview? Perfect, huh? Thank you. It was great. Yeah, short and sweet and stuff like that. Yeah. So Just want to say thank you so much for watching the show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like, comment, share, and of course, hit that subscription button. I am grateful for every view, whether you like me or you don't. And don't forget, I got a podcast too. There are exclusive episodes on that podcast, so don't forget to go check that out as well. They're on Spotify, iTunes, Our Heart Radio, Pandora. Baby, I'm everywhere, okay? And follow me on social media. I'm Kayla Got the 411 on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, baby. Like I said, I'm everywhere. Thank you again for watching the show, and I'll see you on the next episode of Kayla Got the 411.